This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. This week on Top Shelf, I saw a lot of Hunter Harwood last season. 16 games filling in for the Hammer in Port Alberni, and I have to say I was impressed. At over a point per game this year, he's a key piece for the Soyuz Coyotes down the stretch into the playoffs. He talks with Emmanuel Sequeira. Emmanuel then chats with another defenseman, Ethan Abley of the Golden Rockets, who leads all backliners in scoring. The Fernie Ghost Riders captain, Scott Sinclair, and leading scorer, Ethan McDuff, will also join us to talk about their team's play. The Dynamiters are auctioning off those wild third jerseys in the coming week. Kimberly head coach and general manager, Derek Stewart, pops in to discuss the Autism Awareness Initiative, and we may sneak in a few hockey questions. And broadcaster Mike Fox is here to talk about the North Okanagan Knights. All this and more... On Top Shelf, the KIGHL podcast. Lay back in the corner. Yarish again in behind the net to Henderson. Henderson off the boards to the blue line. Fakes the shot. He got it again. Henderson dropping it off. There's a shot. Hunter Harwood scores from the blue line. Boy, he's done that a few times, hasn't he? Speaking with Hunter Harwood of the Asoyes Coyotes, you're one of the top producing defensemen in the league. How do you feel like you've played this season? I feel like I've had a strong season. I kind of have to credit that part to my teammates. I'm kind of just looking forward to winning more hockey games here. You joined the Coyotes. You came over from the the Vancouver Island Junior Hockey League. Uh, Was there any adjustment for you coming from that league? It's definitely two different leagues for sure. I'd say the Vancouver Island Junior Hockey League is definitely a more skilled league. Saying that, the KIJHL definitely has skill, but um, it's definitely a harder league to play in, I think, personally. But um, being surrounded by what I want to say is a better team this year, it's made it easier on me. The switch has not been too hard for me. Because looking at your profile, like you're playing close to home. I mean, what is it like to be able to play closer to your hometown of Kelowna? Uh, it's awesome. It's good to get to see your family a lot more and... Uh, get to have them come to the games and that sort of thing and uh it's awesome you did miss some time due to an injury did that end up slowing you down in terms of how you've been playing to how you're playing now yeah so i did tear my mcl and kind of just getting the confidence back in my leg that sort of thing and knowing that like it's not going to happen every play and i'm starting to get my feet under me again because yeah like in your last game you picked up three assists in the team's game against Columbia Valley. I mean, what was that like for you guys to play one of the other top teams in the league? It was good. They're, they're a solid team, and they kept coming, but just passing the puck to good hockey players, and they just finish it. So not much to do on my part. I just move the puck. Hunter, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. No, of course. Thank you for having me. Harwood trying to play it off into the corners. McKinley. Now they center it right up. Slot area scores! Hunter! Harwood does it again. Boy, he's having a year for a defense with I'll tell you. A stick tap to Creston Valley Thundercats alumnus Jake Livingstone, who's having a great junior season with Minnesota State University. 22 points in 24 games. Earlier in the month, he was named Defensive Player of the Week in the CCHA, That's the third time this season. He was also the Defensive Player of the Month back in October. This week, 
He was one of two Mavericks nominated for the prestigious Hobie Baker Award. Jake played 71 total games with the T-Cats before moving on to the Langley Rivermen. In the most recent NCAA Div 1 rankings, Minnesota State is listed at number 15. You can vote for Jake Livingstone by registering on the HobieBaker.com website. That's HobieBaker, H-O-B-E-Y, Baker, B-A-K-E-R.com. On a bit of a Thundercat theme here, congratulations to the KIJHL's leading scorer, Luke Chakrabarty, who recorded his 100th career point on Wednesday. 100 points in just 66 games. Nice. Foster on the faceoff for Golden. Riders pick it up, and here goes McDuff. He's got some speed. He gets it over. Kissinger going to that shot. Scored! Hall was having to watch Kissinger coming, going towards the net. And McDuff just goes around and buries it. When you're in the same division as the Kimberly Dynamiters and the Columbia Valley Rockies, it's easy to get overlooked. The Fernie Ghost Riders are fourth, playing 569 hockey. They're 4-1 and one in their last five games, outscoring their opposition 31-11. to 11. Emmanuel talks with two of their leaders. First up, Ethan McDuff. Recently, we've been, you know, very good. We've been scoring a lot, which has been... Uh a little bit of a struggle for us this year, so that's really good to see moving into the, the final stretch of the season here. And, you know, we've been keeping pucks out of our net as well. We only let in three goals this weekend. We're feeling good, and uh, we're excited for what's to come. And what does the group need to do down the stretch to be ready for what will likely be a tough first-round matchup? Yeah, like I said, we got... Uh, it's looking like we're going to be facing Kimberly or Invermere here, and we're playing them a couple times in this final stretch, so we just got to be really disciplined in our D zone and you know, play physical and fast like we can and keep putting the puck in the net. Back to the point, Sinclair gets it through, scores! And I tell you, he did not see that. That was nothing but net, but it went through about 35 players. Well, not that many, because you're not allowed to have that many on the ice. And right here, right off the faceoff, Sinclair's just going to take that shot. And again, look, look at, at all the bodies in front of that net. <laughs> and it didn't hit anybody. No, it didn't hit anybody. Scott, how do you feel that you've been uh, playing of late? I feel like I've been playing really good. Um, as of lately, but a big thanks to the team for pushing me and making me feel comfortable on the ice. So you're one of the top producing defense and in the KIJHL. What has helped you to be able to produce as much as you have? My team has been helping me out immensely, uh, giving myself and other options, other players on our team options, as well as putting the puck in the back of the net every night. We got a great team this year, and they've helped out so much. What is your confidence like when it comes to be able to helping your team offensively? Um, it's running pretty high right now. We've put up quite a few goals in the last last however many games. That's all props to the team. Uh, we've been putting in the work, and, and our confidence is really high going into the postseason. That's Fernie Ghost Riders captain Scott Sinclair. Still to come on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, Golden Rockets D-man Ethan Abley, and Kimberly Head Coach General Manager Derek Stewart. But first, North Okanagan broadcaster Mike Fox. Bryson takes a bump, but he couldn't get control of the puck. Now Nicholson has it. Nicholson, his pass up to Branson, uses that long reach to get control of the puck, rolled off the end of his stick. Now the steam have it. Bryson takes it to the slot over to Branson, right in front. Lucy score! Nicholson! Great heads up play by Bryson to get the puck to Branson. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking with the voice of the North Okanagan Knights, Mike Fox. How you doing, Mike? Doing great. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on. A pleasure. I've been meaning to do this for a while, and uh, we were able to connect up. First question I have to ask is, how many years have you been involved with the Knights? 
I don't remember the exact year, but it was the second year they were in existence I started with them. So what's that now, 11, 12 years now? So so how did you get involved? Uh, well, I always enjoyed volunteering. I was volunteering with the uh, Vernon Vipers of the BCHL, and then uh, I live in Armstrong, and then the opportunity came in to start volunteering here. Uh, so I started off helping them with the music, the in-game announcing, scorekeeping, all that. And then the people that were doing the broadcast weren't able to do it. So I just jumped in and volunteered and started doing that. I'm a play-by-play guy with uh, VIJHL Campbell River Storm. And yeah. I do it solo. I don't have a commentator to help me out. I noticed you're in the same boat. Yeah. Talk about the challenges of trying to call a game with no support uh, in the booth for you. Uh, well, we don't even have a booth, so we're just right on the mezzanine. So we have fans right there, and I've had lots of people during the broadcast <laughs> tap me on the shoulder, ask them questions about how to log into the, the webcast. And then I used to actually, while I was broadcasting, update the website and all that. But now we've got a really good set of volunteers that uh, update all the box score. But it's a challenge, especially when you're trying to give the stats and all right. that, because you have to take your eye off the game for a little bit to look those up. And so it's taken a lot of balance and experience to try and keep the game flowing without um, kind of losing interest or pausing for too long. But it's also hard to talk for two hours, three hours straight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But you know what? You mentioned uh, the scorekeeping. Isn't that one of the great things that's really happened over the last few years in the KIJHL where you really get up to the second uh, results when you go check the scoreboard. So it, it really makes it much more enjoyable, at least from a broadcaster's point of view, when you know exactly what might be happening down in Summerland. Oh, yeah. Well, especially in this, especially the teams that update the shots at the same time. At least the score is good. But, you know, the box score can kind of give you an indication of what's happening in the game. It's not always that way. Uh, sometimes the box score tells a different story than what you see on the ice. But um, I mean, when I'm away and not able to to watch the game, it's nice to be able to have a quick look and see how the boys are doing just by a quick glance at the the website. I, I think it's a great feature now that everybody's kind of trying to do up the minute updates, which is fantastic. When Mike returns, we're going to talk more. Actually, we're going to start talking about the North Okanagan Knights and their play this season. And in particular, I want to talk about uh, their improvement over last year. That'll be coming up a little bit later on. 318 left in the period. Puck in the corner. Off the boards, it comes to Abley at the blue line. Abley put it over on the other side for Lamont. Back to Abley. Abley shot. Goal. I'm joined by Ethan Abley, uh, defenseman for the Golden Rockets. Ethan, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Thanks for having me. Ethan, uh, you started your KIJHL career uh, in Casker, which happens to be my hometown. What was it like for you uh, to play there to start? No, it was, it was a really good town. I really enjoyed my time there. They have a pretty good organization, usually get the players involved. I had some really good billets and teammates that I still talk to. And overall, I had a really good time there. They ran things pretty well. And what kind of strides did you make last season that helped you develop as a defenseman? Kind of just gained more confidence as the games went on, especially after my trade to Golden. Yeah, just confidence over the season and my play started to improve. What do you credit to being able to produce like you have this year? Probably just teammates and the coaching staff that I currently have. I've been able to develop some pretty good chemistry with some deep partners and the power play that we have. And we signed um, a new D coach this year over the summer, Jed Houseman, and he's been really helpful on the back end. Pointers where I need him, especially in the offensive zone. He's 
always giving you little details that I can improve on, and it's it's nice to have him back there. Like, is there one specific tip that he's given you that has really kind of like stuck in your head that you've noticed that's helped you improve quite a bit? Kind of like patience, patience on the blue line, keeping out of guys' shin pads, kind of looking for that right play, get on that, try to create as many scoring chances as you can. Just you know, getting pucks through and making the smart play. What would you say are your strongest skill sets? Probably just my ability to move the puck. I'm pretty patient with it sometimes, or I can move it pretty quick off the transition. I think that's kind of where I found success with a lot of my assists is moving the puck quick or kind of waiting for that right look in the ozone. And what have you been happy with that you've been able to accomplish with how you've played? Yeah, so far this season, it's definitely changed a lot. Opened maybe some doors where I can play hockey well in post-secondary education. Otherwise than that, I, I like to think I've helped win a couple hockey games. You know, it's we're having a pretty good season. Happy with the way I've been playing. Because in some clips that I've seen you play a bit, I've noticed that you seem to really like jumping into the play. You no, know, yeah, I love supporting the play and getting in the rush. And that's where I've been grateful for some of my teammates. They kind of realize I like jumping in the play. They stay back for me, whether that's a forward supporting or my D partner. They kind of know I like getting in the rush and they're usually there to help me out. Well, Ethan, uh, thank you again for joining us on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. No, thanks for having me. Rockets with the uh, puck behind the uh, Crescent goaltender. Still fighting for the puck. More in the puck out front, no one there pick it up. Shot to Abley. Abley shoots it into a crowd. Another shot on net, and it's a score! On Top Shelf, the KIGHL podcast, I'm talking with Derek Stewart, the head coach and general manager of the Kimberly Dynamiters. How are you doing today, coach? I'm good, Mark. Thanks. How are you doing? Uh, excellent. I got you here because we are going to talk a little Nitro's hockey, but first and foremost, I want to talk about those absolutely incredible jerseys that you guys have been donning for the past few weeks. And and what's the backstory behind those? Uh, we're just trying to raise awareness for uh, for autism here through the Blue Lakes Inclusion Program and um, hoping to raise enough funds to, to send some autistic kids to summer camp that normally wouldn't have the chance to do so. It's something that's near and dear to me and my family. My brother suffered from that syndrome and uh, he was born in the 60s and wasn't diagnosed for almost 20 years because nobody knew what it was. And it wasn't until my mother took him to a doctor who had come from the UK that actually identified it. It's it's just incredible that the Nitros have picked up on this. Talk a little bit about those jerseys because uh, if you haven't seen them, there's something else, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're a little, takes a little adjustment to get used to uh, all the colors and stuff, but we heard uh, had nothing but great feedback on the jerseys. Our, uh, our trainer and equipment manager, Chad Coram, designed them, and I think he did an excellent job. And uh, I think they look good, uh, you know, as well as doing a very good uh, thing for some, some autistic kids. It's uh, they, they look good, too, actually. I, I think they look awesome. I, I, you're, you're putting them on auction. How's that going to work? I believe it's online. Um, all of the information can be found either on our social media. Um, I, I believe there's an online auction that it runs for close to a week, and uh, anyone can can bid on those jerseys and uh, try to get one. Well, I, I'm going to be bidding, so I already know. I, so I can tell you, it's it's uh, on the uh, Facebook uh, Kootenai auction page, and the bidding starts on January 21st, the same day as your game against Golden, and then closes right. on the 28th at 9 o'clock. Also understand, I'm just looking through uh, a web page there from uh, Blue Lake. I think that uh, some staff from uh, the uh, camp are actually going to be dropping the puck on Saturday, your home game against Golden. 
Golden. So, you know, I encourage people right. to, to check it out online, bid on it. Don't bid too high. Don't, don't, don't block me out of bids, <laughs> folks. But uh, no, this should be great. And I think, uh, you know, kudos to the Kimberly Dynamiters for doing this incredible fundraiser and for wearing those jerseys so uh, thank you for doing that coach yeah you know what i can't take any credit this was the board of directors idea and they uh, put all the work and did all the leg work and like i said our equipment manager and trainer designed the jerseys but it's uh it's a great idea and i'm glad they're doing it let's talk a little hockey uh you know what this time of year i, I was looking at uh, your uh, performance on the weekend and you know what this time of year there's just no such thing as an easy game but you got two wins uh, out of north okanagan and against Kelowna. You got the home game on Saturday against Golden, and I don't like to talk too many games ahead, so let's talk about the next game. Boy, that's a big one against Columbia Valley on the road. Uh, what do your guys have to do to be successful and keep a hold of first place in the Eddie Mountain? I, I think we just need to focus on our game without getting too caught up in what they do. Uh, they do have a couple players who we need to pay attention to. However, I think if we're uh, pretty... Uh, you know, sound in our systems and, and the guys are competing like they can. And I, I think, you know, you know, focus on what we need to do and hopefully that's enough to get the job done. I know this is a, sounds like a, a beaten record, but uh, you know, I, I was running some numbers on the Eddie Mountain division and the average point percentage in the Eddie Mountain division is up over 630. So as a division, you're playing 630 hockey. I guess that wouldn't surprise you at all. No, our division is typically, you know, the strongest or one of the strongest. But this year, it's uh, it's far and away the best division. No, there's no one can argue that. I don't think. And there's, you know, you look at a team like Creston, who is in fifth in our division. They're not an easy out. They're not an easy team to play. They have the leading scorer in the league, and then they have, uh, you know, they have some good players and a good coach. So it, there's no easy easy games in our division. I think we're all all stronger for that too. Are, are you really happy with the play of your team of late? I mean, I mean, every team has ups and downs, but in your last tenure, you're eight one and one. Is Kimberly playing good hockey at the right time? Yes, I think you know. If there's one area I could uh, be picky about. I'd like to score a few more goals. However, our defensive game, our team defense, has been fantastic since the start of December. So, if, if I had to pick one to be you know spot on, I'm going to pick the defense first. So. Uh, I can't complain too much with our record since December 1st. And, uh, you know, we have climbed the standings a bit, but I think we need to get a little bit uh, hungrier to score some goals in the dirty areas. Apart from that, I, I really like how they're playing. Yeah. Once again, uh, those jerseys are on auction starting January 21st. That's Saturday, right through till the 28th. Online Facebook Kootenai auction page. Uh, you'll want to get a bid on this. And, and again, congratulations to the Kimberly Dynamiters for such a great initiative. Thank you very much for doing this, Coach. Anytime, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you. Derek Stewart is the head coach and general manager of the Kimberly Dynamiters. O'Brien tries to push it into two on one. Mansfield couldn't get a clear shot. Good recovery by the Knights after giving up a two on one on the broken play. Branson comes in, two scores! Branson from Nicholson. And this line is responsible for the first two goals of the game. On top shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Once again, talking with the voice of the North Okanagan Knights, Mike Fox. Mike, uh, let's talk a little bit about the North Okanagan Knights. And and, and the first thing that jumps at me uh, with the Knights this season is the improvement over last season. Talk a little bit about what you've seen this season that really has you encouraged. 
Oh, uh, well, there's a few things, but the, the overall talent in the league is, uh, in my opinion, just a huge jump up from last year, uh, not only with the Knights, but right across the board. But last year was head coach and GM's Liam McConey's first year as holding the reins. He was an assistant coach for years before, but this was the year that he really got a chance to get a full spring camp, fall camp, and really put a stamp on the team. And uh, so the, the team is starting to really reflect his personality and the style of play that he wants to do. It's been exciting to see the the growth, not only in the team, but in him as a coach and GM as well. Mike, let's just step away from uh, the North Okanagan Knights because you raised it about the talent level across the league improving. Are you really surprised at the number of very good teams in the KIJHL this season particularly? Uh, absolutely. And then just even the the talent level between the top player on the team and the you know the so-called fourth line, it's such a small gap compared to previous years. And uh, so there is no gimme game, even with a team with a poor record. There's still a ton of talent on each of those teams. Who's really stood out for you this season with the Knights? There's quite a few. Of course, uh, KT coming back for his final season, KT Walters going with the point to game. It's been nice to see uh, Luke Rashog since he came back from injury really start to step up. Carson Devine since coming over from a trade, he's really starting to step into his own on the back end. It's nice to see uh, the stalwarts with Bourgeois and O'Brien back there, but also a young player like Adam Zimmerman starting to really step up and can start to uh, excel at this level of play as well. And you've got you've got great goaltending. Every year, and I, I, I would venture to say over the last 10 years that North Oak has consistently put goalies up to the next level. We're down the stretch. We're heading towards the playoffs. It's uh, it's going to be a really tough first round for either you or Summerland because uh, it looks at this point that one of you is going to be facing Princeton. The other one's going to be facing Soyuz. What do the Knights have to do to be successful in preparation for the playoffs? Uh, well, they, right now they just got to get healthy. So since coming back in January, they played seven games in 14 days. And uh, so even the last night's game against Summerland, which was a close game, uh, Summerland you know, played well and capitalized on their opportunities. No, no North Oak outshot them, but they were missing four veteran players out of the lineup, including the leading star leading scorer. We're expecting some of them back this, uh, this weekend, but that's going to be huge. And then with all the recent trades and that, just for them to start to mesh together but they play a really good speed control game their power play has been accelerating since the start of the year so they would just have to continue on doing what they're doing now and then just that uh, internal belief when you start having success and going through and believe that you can compete against any teams mike fox is the voice of the north okanagan knights thank you very much for doing this mike thanks mark this is top shelf the kijhl podcast Our thanks this week to KIJHL broadcasters Mike Fox, Dan McSkimming, Scotty McKee, Bob Scott, Marco Shehovac, and Tom Shields. KIJHL Director of Communications, Emmanuel Sequera. Kimberly Dynamiters Head Coach and General Manager, Derek Stewart. Hunter Harwood of the Soyuz Coyotes. Ethan Abley of the Golden Rockets. And a pair of Fernie Ghost Riders, Scott Sinclair and Ethan McDuff. Also a thank you to Hockey TV, which brings our players closer to their families and friends back home. I'm Mark Berry. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We're back in seven days.